event, the queen is celebrating her uh, platinum jubilee, just so you know. And I'm still getting people whacked. <laughs> Are you going to whack Andrew? That little pervert. He gets that from his father, I bet. They're both wankers. They like to pull their wankers all the time. Are you going to let Camilla become the next queen of England? Who's Camilla? Who's that bitch? Oh, the one that's married to Charles. Unfortunately, she does have an equestrian type of facial features. Her face looks like Mr. Ed's mistress. She has a horsey face. <laughs> we feed her sugarcane. We call her horsey face behind her back, sometimes in her face. Get away from me, horsey face. <laughs> that's the horse laughing. <laughs> It's my 70th. I've been on the throne for 70 years. Every day, I still like, I still look the same like I did in 1980, in 1990, and 2000. I still look like an old bitch. If you look at my baby pictures, I look the same. <laughs> I was born before there were cameras. They painted me. It's my 70th jubilee. <laughs> and for my jubilee, I'm going to jubile. Oh. You know what the Queen wants for her seventieth Jubilee? She wants I want some cock. <laughs> this is another episode of Decoding Forty. This is Mac, aka Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. This is Hello, live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up, it's your boy Vin, aka Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up? This is Howard, and I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. <laughs> Google. I just do heroin. That sounds gross. No, y'all just trying to play me out. Oh, I'm being a prank. <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rock, and I'm here with my main man. It was good. This is your boy, L.O.A.K.A. Barack. L. Obama. What's up? What's up? It's your boy Vin in the building. Hope everybody's good out there. Peace. Um, this is Alaric. Uh, That's me getting up off the couch. Uh, this show again. All right. This is me sitting down on the couch. Uh, That's when you know you're 40. Oh, there. Yeah. Those are mandatory sounds. Yeah. Yes. 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 They are. Anybody who any, I think if you're over 35, you have to make a sound to get up out of chairs and sit down in chairs. Yo, have you ever tried to come up from a kneeling position sometimes? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Yo, I try listen today. Why are you kneeling I, on the couch? I'm no, I was fun. kneeling down to get the um hands. Um, <laughs> you heard that right? Um, he was like, um, no. why, why was I on my knees again? <laughs> no, no, get no, the no, um. The, um <laughs> I was trying to get um. Uh, no, no. Oh, I, um. I was under the sink Bad, um. trying to get my um pants in my pots. <laughs> um, my pots and pants, right? It's it's off this fire, bro. What are you doing on your knees, man? So I was getting pots and pans from under the But anyway, I, you know how 
you try to get up and your knee goes no. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> my knee said no today. I know, like that shit kind of crackles, like, 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 hey, whoa, 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 like my knee whistles, like, hey, where you going? Why you want to slow down there, buddy? You're doing fucking fifty-five and the twenty-five. Slow down, buddy. The contract was to get down, not to get up. We gonna have yeah, to you gotta wait. Shit. You gotta wait for this. You know, you gotta, the judge got to sign the warrant. You know, you gotta <laughs> do all of that before you fucking get that knee to move again. So what's going on with you fellas? This is my complaint of the week. I actually never, never experienced this at another hotel. But this particular hotel that I stayed in last week, I got something out of the mini bar because I had no time to go to a liquor store. So I got this little itty bitty bottle of Tito's for $60. Ridiculous. Because I had no time to stop at the liquor store. And then I get a bill from the hotel for $118. So I called them immediately to find out what are you charging me $118 for? So apparently there's a guest amenities fee and the guest amenities fee, as it was explained to me, was that there are complimentary waters and complimentary Nespresso pods in your room and you are paying that fee for them to be available to you. Uh, you said they were complimentary. That sounds like I'm paying for it. Well, that's the fee, sir. It's it's a fee for it to be complimentary. You, you don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> this is a fucking, a fucking shell game is this going is on over here. Tax. This is a complimentary tax. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy because the word complimentary by definition should mean free. But no, not at our hotel. <laughs> we have to tax that freedom. Because that complimentary that you're getting, there's a fee that allows you to walk through that complimentary door where there's pods and water everywhere. <laughs> I would have left that hotel with a suitcase full of water. I, I, wish, I wish I knew. And that's probably why they don't tell you. Uh, because I would have been, I would have never turned on the shower. I would have completely been bathing <laughs> for three days in bottled water and just eating espresso pods. I wouldn't even put them in the machine. Just, <laughs> so, wait, by and, definition, so how did they, advertise? Just throw them out the a, window. Who told you it was complimentary? And at what point? When I checked in. When I yes. checked in, they said, sir, there's two bottles of complimentary water in the room and and two Nespresso pods. If you need more, just let housekeeping know and they'll bring you more. Okay. You know what happened? As like, you walked away, wait, 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 wait. You walked away, they were like, and it's going to be tags, nigga. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I would have no, no, known no. that, I'd have like, straight away then, have the uh, housekeeping people bring me a case of those espresso pods because I intend to have a coffee drinking party in my room. Yeah. More water as well. Just leave it outside. So, wait, the so I have a question. Leave it outside the door. Besides the two waters, did you order more water or did you have more coffee other than the, no. the first two waters? I had, I, had two, I had the two waters that were in my room. I yeah. didn't. I wasn't in my room that much. Literally, I slept okay. there. So I drank one bottle of water. I drank one and a half bottles of water. I used the other half to fill up my iron so I could iron uh, my pants. So I didn't, even, I, didn't, I didn't even drink the... You're putting Avion in an iron? It, wasn't, it wasn't Avion. It was... It was <laughs> here's the other thing. It was hotel brand water. Oh, Lord. No. So they probably oh, are, no. are, are pouring it from the tap in the basement and, and then bottom. putting it upstairs. Mm. In the room and, and saying it's bottled water, but it was hotel brand it was the hotel brand water. And it was because it was easier than trying to stick the iron under the sink in the bathroom. Okay. And the okay. water did bottle you, was right there. Did you? And then what was the fee? The fee said what? It, it was twenty three dollars per day. And then there's an occupancy tax of three. dollars. No, no, no. OK, so the twenty three dollars. What was what was the what was attached to that? What was it called? 
guest amenity Poss- fee. And when you asked them about it, they said the the amenities included. They said, <laughs> sir, that was a complimentary. The amenities- I already explained this to you. Hold on, hold on. The amenities that he mentioned specifically when I called was the water and then the Nespresso pods that were in the room. No, he's which they okay. told me were free. He's okay. That was I didn't even put that, so, here. Here, here's I didn't even put on the robe, which I normally do as soon as I get into a hotel room that's got a nice robe. I put it on just for no reason. <laughs> just, just for no reason. You be on your Thurston Howell shit. Yeah. <laughs> just so you have to wash know this robe. I didn't even put the robe on. So this has happened to me, but he's wrong. The amenities fee is technically supposed to be for the gym, the pool, anything else that you use. When you walk in, those two bottles that they gave you were free and any other water, if you had order additional water or additional things, then you would have been charged for those things separately. The water and the pods were separate. So whoever told you that, he was he's wrong. He's mistaken. I only know this because I've had an amenities fee and I called and they told me it's for the pool. Well, well here's the thing. I should not be paying the amenities fee because no, didn't was it. was there a pool on, and no. a gym at huh? the hotel? Was there a pool? I had no idea. I, okay. I'm working. Guarantee. I have no idea. Guarantee. 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 I'm sure there's a gym. Guarantee. Guarantee. There, there is a pool. I did see the pool. Okay. That's where you would And talking. there's a gym, I'm sure, because every every hotel has a gym. But I didn't I don't have time to use any of that stuff. No, you're being. So I don't use. I don't use any of that. Of but here's the thing: these amenities. The client paid for everything. Why is this on my bill? Why is this on incidentals? It's you a curveball. You need to speak to the guy who's doing the. Because they added they uh, this this particular hotel. I've never had this happen to me before, where they're charging uh, me for the stuff I that I didn't. It. Yeah, this this I should be it. on the bill when the client gets it, not <laughs> when I get it. You're gonna call. You're gonna call your client. Uh, Alric, we don't know what you're talking about. We didn't get any amenities fee. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Raheem got it? Uh, looks like he got a black tax. <laughs> <laughs> Remind us where the hotel was? In Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, what part of Los Angeles? Um, Wilshire Boulevard. Oh, Wilshire Boulevard. What nice. neighborhood is Wilshire Boulevard? <laughs> by, the, by the swap meet. No, not exactly the swap meet. Literally, the literally the Ferrari dealership was next door. He was like, "We don't." Was the other amenity you were paying for? I looked in the window. Did you look at the porch? It was in Beverly Hills, but but still, that's why. That's no excuse. Come on, that's no excuse. That's actually a cheap amenities fee for a hotel. Yes, but first of all, it should not be a fee. Saying that he should not. First of all, you're right. It should not be a fee. Secondly, he should not have been charged the fee. Exactly. The client should have paid that when they booked Fine. the number of room, the number of nights I was going to be in the hotel. That should have been on the bill. Client is like, did I stay in the hotel? No, I didn't. <laughs> you did. You paid a tax. <laughs> uh, I already, I already forwarded this to them. So oh, nice. Okay. It's all so they'll pay for it. Oh, yeah. It was an oversight. We usually take care of the black tax ahead of time. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, this black guy. Now, this hotel is looking, looking shady. He wants us to pay. Yeah. Him. Don't hire the salary again. So that's it, man. I'm back. I'm back home. And I'm here. I'm, I'm working in New York for the next week. So I'm here. Welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back. 
Decoding 40, the hilarious comedy podcast where four longtime friends fearlessly and ferociously explore and decode the complex issues and thinking of today's grown-ass men. Come join Vinny, Alaric, Mac, and Leon as we give you our glimpse into what men really think and drink. This podcast is not for the faint of heart, but it is guaranteed to have you in stitches. This is a trigger warning. If you're sensitive about anything, you've been warned. What's up with you, Al? Our MTA subway system is trizash. <laughs> trizash. Yo. Why? Just because people are getting stabbed in the necks twice a week? Bro. Just because people throw microwaves on the train tracks? <laughs> and people on the train tracks? And people it, on the train tracks? It is dirty. It is turned into a shooting gallery. It is nothing but fights. The the train cars are basically motels at this point. Like people literally are walking onto the train, like looking for spots to sleep. Excuse me, <laughs> sir. Would you mind moving? Because this is my regular bunk. <laughs> Bro, this car right here is my bunk. I sir. swear on everything. This woman walked between the cars, comes into our car. I see her. I don't follow her all the way because she's walking to my left. I eventually, a minute later, I turn back to my left. She has already fallen asleep on four <laughs> of the seats. Lance mm. <laughs> out. <laughs> I was like, first of all, how can you, you got to be really tired to fall asleep that quick. And then the, the the homeless people are just like being obnoxious in terms of asking for money. This woman today was like, "Give me some so, money." So y'all, so y'all gonna act like I'm not talking? So I was like, "Wow, we we it is hell. We've turned into Gotham City underground." Hey, you know what? Uh, all I have to say is, "Fuck New York City Transit." They can suck yeah, my balls, bro. You, this is fuck the them. blessing that you left i'm telling you bro there Fuck there man. is no way mta people are getting beat up like every day that's what i'm saying that like, you know what fuck, fuck when i say fuck them i'm talking about the 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 higher ups i'm not talking about yeah 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 absolutely the, the, the dudes in the trenches and the, and, the, and the young women in the trenches that you know not only do i know personally that i train some of them and you have a lot of good people out there and unfortunately, this kind of like what you just said about the, the train system being trash. I was just reading an article about the gentleman who pushed the young uh, Asian woman onto the tracks um, yeah. and killed her. And the article was about him and how the the system failed him. The guy's been schizophrenic since he was 30. He's made numerous complaints to whoever would try. I guess he thought was listening that he was on the edge and he was going to in 2000, I think, in 18. It was reported that he said that if he didn't get the help he needed, he was going to throw somebody on the tracks. Wow. Wow. And Is this he, the guy that was at Times Square? The gentleman that, that threw the Asian woman onto, mm -hmm. the, onto mm -hmm. the tracks. I can't think of it. I can't recall his name after reading the article. But yeah, this is what it is. It's a city out of control. You had a mayor before Eric Adams. But before you had that dumb cuff, that was fucking mayor. Dumb cuff. <laughs> He's a fucking dumb cuff. He is. And he was. He was a fucking dumb cuff that didn't do anything. He did yeah. nothing. And, and, the, and the pandemic was just an additional excuse not to do anything. Right. Um, but he, right he now, I'm telling thing. you. He did one thing. What did he do? And he did it right. Left. 3K for all. Oh, okay. Yeah. And okay. 3K for all. That's, and fuck that's him, he and did that. He and did fuck it. Fuck everything he else did he did. Fuck everything but, else he did. Yo, but Eric Adams needs to get on his job. This subway system is disgusting, bro. Mm. It mm. is disgusting. 
Mm. I mean, it's just trap. I mean, literally, there are it's a shooting gallery at the 125th Street Station. Excuse me, sir. You're interrupting my shooting, sir. I'm sitting here doing heroin and the Metro card sound is getting on my nerves. Sir. Can you keep it down? <laughs> the other day, this guy, the other day that it snowed, I had to go to uh, run down to Whole Foods. As I'm going back uptown, I'm walking down the steps. This dude walks in front of me so he can shield himself as he looks through uh, or tries to take out the drug. I don't even what drug is yellow and looks like crystal. Is that crystal meth? That's crack, probably. That's crack. Crack is cloudy. That this was this looks like uh, it's no, sometimes when the fuck knows? crack it's, it's yellow. <laughs> Who the fuck yellow knows? and clear? Listen, yeah, that's the Heisenberg. Was, yo, that Heisenberg. that yellow. That yellow crack is made with cornmeal. That's what gives us this yellow color. <laughs> no, but seriously, yellow <laughs> and clear? That's what it looks like now? Cornbread I have crack. no idea. I have it's never, it's made I have with never farina. seen crack in my entire life. Really? I've never really? seen crack. Nope. How is that possible? Never seen it. it looks I've seen crack vials. I've right. never seen crack. I've only seen I've, cocaine once. As you were snorting it off a hooker. <laughs> no, I went to a, when I when I when I lived in London. I went to a party, and this was the first time I'd ever seen people doing drugs out in the open. That wasn't weed, mm. and they were just in the living room snorting it up. Would you and like I'd to snort? Never, <laughs> I'd never seen that before because in New York you don't do that. Yeah, people what? went to the, the people went to the bathroom. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and or they had their the own little coke parties, yeah, and yeah. then they came back to the. They didn't just put it out on the table, and everybody. I might want. Would you like a hit, Mike? That yeah. that happened to me in so Ohio. It, I went to a college party in Ohio, and the guy that I had rode with, he he was driving, and he just <laughs> leans over. He's like, "Yo, I'm about to take a bump." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Because <laughs> this ride is too long, nigga. Cause I need to stay up. So. No, no, we're at the party and we just get there and he sees the cocaine on the table. He's like, yo, I'm about to take a bump. You want one? Uh, no, sir. I, I'm I, good. No, I'm not on I'm that. Good, uh, I'm good on the bumps. I'm not on that program, sir. But yeah, I'm curious as you know. But I, the, the, the larger point that I'm making is he and I were so close, I was able to see the drugs that close. <laughs> And he almost looked at me like, get out the way. I'm trying to make a deal. Mm. Wow. So it's it's nuts. This mayor needs to get his shit together seriously and quickly and fast. I've been on the train once since January, and I watched a guy roll a joint and smoke it on the platform at Franklin Avenue in Brooklyn. Like, it was nothing. But there just, there just seems to be more mentally ill people on the subway. For sure. They're like, sure. this guy didn't give a fuck. This wasn't even like, I'm going to sneak it. So right. there's, an, there's an estimated 45,000 mentally ill homeless right now. And I, they're I, all I on may, the subway. Yes. And, and there may be more than that, because I was looking at, they were, the, they were in that particular article, they were reading, they were breaking down the statistics. And I want to say the number was like close to 45,000 homeless that have mental issues mm. ranging from smaller issues to schizophrenia to where you have again you had the gentleman uh the the gentleman who pushed that asian lady onto the onto the tracks right so you wow. have the, it runs the gambit oh wait a minute i didn't even talk about the dude that <laughs> is he turns around to the car door the one that's in between the cars and he's starting to take a piss in a cup so I'm I'm thinking to myself, and thankfully this was like my stop to get off. I'm thinking to myself, 
Okay, he's being considerate enough to turn his back and pee into a cup. But why is he peeing in a cup on the train? Because <laughs> he couldn't hold it. No, Come because on. I'm going to tell you why he's pissing in a cup and not in between the cars. And let me present the bump. He doesn't want to start a fire. The last time I remember my friend, he was pissing in between the cars on the D train and the turn and the train went around the curve and he fell off. So since then, I don't piss in between the cars. I piss in a cup. And I was being nice by turning around and not showing my dick because there was a young lady sitting there. Pretty, but I didn't want her to see my dick. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't even notice it until there was a little Asian woman. Put your dick away. No, she goes, "Oh my god!" I'm like, and I'm like, "Oh no, we got." Well, you're not from here, are you? Like, yeah. was she impressed or shocked? Or she, she was shocked. She was grabbing her oh. things very frantically, and it was oh, like god. crazy. And, and just one more thing on this. And the woman today that I said, "Oh, y'all, y'all gonna act like I'm not talking." She gets on the train. She says, "Help me, y'all." There were two Mexican like guys who were trying to kill me, and I'm. I need I need safety. <laughs> Mexican light guys. Yes. I'm like, lady, if you don't get off this train, stop it. Stop it. Mexican what? Mexican like. Like, okay. They get Mexican assignment. She was she was nuts. But um actually I have another st- homeless are just running rampant on 125th Street. I'm in Whole Foods. The dude goes, he gets online with everybody and he says. If anybody's paying by cash, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to pull out his EBT to do transactions. Yeah, I think he wanted to know who had cash on him so he could get a tip or something like that or get some money from him. And then he right. turns and then I had my headphones in and I said, what did you say? Because he didn't look incredibly homeless. But once he said what he said again to me, I was like, oh, you crazy. As opposed to mildly homeless. Right. So he goes. So so he goes here, sir. I'm paying with cash. <laughs> right here. And the white people I, I, that were well, he, he didn't have on a he didn't have a he didn't should have a whole vest or nothing. No. He didn't but have the a white people like, should we tell him? Yeah. <laughs> should we know. And you know how they look, look you know how white people look to black people when another black person is is, is look, making look, them look, uncomfortable. Look, look, look. And they like they're yeah. looking for you for validation. They're right. Like, okay. <laughs> That's the face right there. That's this, like, this, this is the face. Look. Nah, don't tell him if you're nah. paying. Yeah. <laughs> right. You nah. don't have to. Stop it. Turn him back around. <laughs> he goes, she goes, normally I don't say much. <laughs> Wait, but it goes, it goes deeper than that. So he turns, so when I take my headphone out, he goes, yo, let me get a dollar because they're about to kick me out. <laughs> <laughs> And I go, Again. what? He said, let me get a dollar because they about to kick me out. Here he come, here he come, here he come. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so after he leaves, the white, white woman who was in front of me turns and starts talking about bread with me because she's like, "This, you should really try this bread because I guess she felt like I saved her life. Or oh. she didn't. <laughs> I Ooh, offer you this bread. I offer you this bread. Do you like well, pumpernickel? Look, I like pumpernickel. I would, <laughs> I would highly recommend not not getting the soup in that in that whole food absolutely never because somebody Any, somebody there's cool. a homeless person sipping from that ladle i'm pretty sure from the ladle they are putting their finger in and just uh, is this split pea is this split pea or chicken i can't really tell the difference when i'm this fucked up 
Sir. It, it just tastes in their finger like. Mm. Let me have some. Can it's I have delicious. a sample of that barbecue chicken? You can just give me the gizzard. I don't care. <laughs> Put a little sauce on that gizzard. I like it. And quickly, I want to tell you guys, I watched a movie on Netflix called The Platform. Have you guys seen this? No, I have not. It's on my list, though. It's on my list. How was it? It is really good. It is really good. So what's it about? The premise is it's a prison and it is made up of certain levels of uh, floors and the food is distributed um, from the first floor all the way down to the last floor. And there's only one sort of slab uh, that distributes all the food. So only the people who are above you, the people below the floor can only eat what's left by the people above them. And it is a dope allegory about what's happening in the world today because the people on the lower floors will not be able to talk to the people of the upper floors because they are beneath them. Right. And uh it's 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 a pretty fascinating story. Um and I think it's done pretty well. So if you guys get a chance, definitely watch the platform. I, I will warn you there are some disgusting parts of this movie um having to do with uh feces. Um but other Scat. than that, yeah. It's a scat, man. But uh, other than that, it's it's a pretty fascinating movie, and I highly recommend that. This is Leon, and I am done speaking. You are now listening to Decoding 40. So I want to shout out my man, Brian, a.k.a. Small Bottles. Small um, Bottles. Baby small Bottles. bottles. In the baby uh, Bottles. Baby Bottle in the building. I want to shout him out. He um, linked me up with this dude who's in the voiceover game, and I sent him a reel that Cuba did. It's not the best in the world, but it was it's good enough, you know what I mean, just to get a sample. And he, you know, he liked he liked what he heard, so he kind of was like, oh, you should do it, you should do it, you know, and, and it kind of pushed me a little bit then i got a call from rick this morning we talked a little bit and i got into a creative type of uh space and i went on um what's it the audible books and just started doing in fucking um auditions oh dope yeah i uh downloaded uh the program audacity that that audacity program you know audacity yeah, just to just so what I do is I record on it and I didn't edit it out. Um, simple editing. And oh, to, okay, all right. You know, um, go from mono to turn it from a mono to recording to a stereo, clean it up a little bit. Nothing. It doesn't have to be super duper studio. You know, done. It just has to be enough where they can hear me reading right. the script and you know the inflection and the voices and things of that nature. So I, I did about I think it was three or four today. Nice um, Good for you. So, yeah, man, just, you know, trying to, you know, just push it out there because he he actually gave me some advice. Uh, Brian's boy gave me some advice and was like, yeah, get on ACX, even if it's not paying you up front, if it's a royalty thing, doesn't matter. Just try just just start doing. That's what I was yeah. thinking. When you said audacity, I was thinking ACX. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, absolutely. You should yeah. definitely be on there. Um, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, like he said, there's uh, you can either get paid up front or you can get some royalties on the back end. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and he said even if it's raw, because right now it's it's not about honestly for me it's it's just about getting jobs and doing things out there to um you know get a get a generate some energy I guess in that in that line of work. 
I'm unsolicited you, man, I, advice, but you should really look at the video games. I don't know how to really get into that more than what do you mean you don't know how to get into no what it's what it is is that it's 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 kind of like you go through like any, anything else you got to go for an audition like through back i know a uh, backstage has a lot of those mm-hmm. um auditions mm-hmm. stuff like but that you know I actually, somebody right i was just yeah. about to say come on now stop yeah I, you I know somebody to, who can introduce you to somebody right? yeah i would have to talk to him and see what's up and see yeah. if uh you know what rockstar is saying but um not just rockstar yeah. there's, there's Hundreds, all the video games yeah, yeah yeah hundreds of video games but the the thing is a lot of it a lot of it is audition work a lot of it is like going through backstage and and and, mm-hmm. and seeing what's what's available there but right now i'm just trying to do something creative because i've been kind of in a in a in a, in a space for the last couple of weeks not I'm telling you, man, I, I feel like share when we talk from moonstruck just snap out of it yeah, but you know it's easier said than done. You know what I mean? Um, it's no, I get it. I get know, it. Go, I'm going I, through. A I lot agree with that. So I get that. What's that? It's, no, it's not always easy to snap out. Sometimes you just yeah. you just sometimes in the phone. you're in I'm that rut. No, I, but you know what? I think we all have been there, and I have definitely been in the last two years. And I've said to myself, okay, I'm going to give myself a week. I give myself a week to, and then a week will end. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna give myself two weeks. But at the end of two weeks, <laughs> six months later, but at the end of two weeks, I got to get something done. Right. And it's, it's like, you got to just pull yourself out of it somehow. Yeah. Right. I, I have to do something, you know, it's just been, a, like I said, it's been a rough two weeks, um, but just trying to focus on doing something creative at the very least. I haven't really been doing too much in the comedy situation. I haven't really been in that space mentally, but with the voiceover thing, it's, it's just, you know, a lot, you read whatever they want, the synopsis of what they're looking for. And then you, then you download the script and then I'm, then I'll read the script. Like there's one book that I auditioned for. And I even sent them a note. Like it's a book where he's dealing with an alcoholic father and the father was abusive. Now my stepfather wasn't abusive. He, He wasn't physically abusive, but he was an alcoholic. And so dealing with that, it kind of, like I felt the character, I, f- I felt the words. So it becomes, it, it makes it easier to kind of act the shit out because a lot of it is audible books is just acting out and creating a visual picture. So, um, hey man, you know, just like I said, throwing darts to the dartboard, see whatever sticks, whatever happens. But other than that, man, um, you know, things are good. The heat is on, you know, in my house, the lights are on, there is food in the refrigerator and um, there are no homeless at my door asking me for dollars. That's amazing. Yes. And uh, that's basically it, man. I, like you guys, I am very frustrated with New York City. I got called in to do a class that I have forgotten about. Somebody asked me to teach a class. I said, all right, I'm going to teach this class. And I'm, I haven't taught physically in a classroom in over two years, going on three years. So I didn't know that this class was in person. So the class is in person. It's near Times Square. I jump in my car because I'm not going to get assaulted on the subway. And I wouldn't even know how to get from my house to there. I could figure it out, I'm sure. So I get my car, no traffic. From my house in Jersey to Midtown is 35 minutes. However, they have made so many changes and there's so much construction and things going on. It took, once I got, I got into the city in 20 minutes, from the time I got out of the Lincoln Tunnel to where I was going to park my car, it took me an hour trying to navigate the streets because the navigation was absolutely useless because the streets were either closed. The map was wrong. I had to, it was awful. Turn right into the Hudson river. Yo, 
and you have to go like, <laughs> and mind you, I'm coming from the West side and I need to be like in by Bryant park, but I needed to drive like all the way down to like third or second to come all the way back. It was like a nightmare. And I used to use this parking app and I used to get these great deals on parking, $15, $20 park. Well, first of all, I used to be able to park on the street because I found the block after six o'clock, park your car there. You're good. Well, on 40 seconds? Some near 40 second. Oh, okay. Someone figured that out, that there was free parking. So they changed the signs on the block. So now I got to pay to park. Because there is less volume of parking, or so I thought, um, I got to pay full price, which I don't get reimbursed for. Like, I just got to eat it. So I go, I park the car, and the guy's like $32. Not happy about that, but I'm like, it is what it is. I drive the car upstairs. Now, mind you, I'd started off, I was going to be an hour early because I figured, oh, I'll go out, you know, get my coffee. I'll get set up. So now I'm I'm cutting it close. I'm still, I left two hours before I needed to be there. So I should have had a minimum of an hour. So now I'm cutting it tight. So I'm parked. So I, so I, go, I, I get upstairs. There's nobody in the parking garage. It's like, a, it's like a four or five level parking garage. I'm in the lane where I'm supposed to be 15 minutes before the guy comes. Yeah, what's up? I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, what's up? I've been sitting here. Yeah, yeah, give me a ticket. Pull your car over there. Give me a ticket. How long are you going to be? Tell him. Okay. Come downstairs. Come around. This is the first time that I've been in the city just walking around in a long time. So usually I just walk around the corner. I go down to Starbucks. I get a cup of coffee, or a cup of tea. I like tea. I walk down. To, I, I get a bottle. I get a cup of tea, bottle of water, go up to my class. Every same every time. I walk down the street. Starbucks is closed. Like not closed for the day. Like gone out of business because they're renovating the whole area. I'm like, okay, well, I know down the block there's a Pret. So I, I was like, whenever I couldn't go to Starbucks, I go to Pret. I go to Pret. Pret's out of business. The whole city is being transformed. What has opened up on that same block? Amazon Go store. I walk into the Amazon Zoe store. I scan my app. I go in there. I get my t my tea from there. I get my bottle of water. Wait a minute. Is this one of those stores where you can just pick up whatever you want and just walk out and they just... Amazing. Okay. Amazing. Where's this at? Hazel saves it again. 42nd Street. For, across oh, from Brass That's Park. why he goes to space. Nice. <laughs> Jeff Bezos Yo. in the Amazon store. Shout out to the Amazon store. He's got a great product with that guy. So let me ask you a question. So if a homeless goes yeah. in there... Did. Homeless can't get out. <laughs> you can't get in if you don't have the. You can't get in without the app. I've shopped in that store before. So you go. In it actually is amazing. Whatever you pick up and walk out the door with, you pay for charge. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's billed right to your credit card. Your credit card. Oh, wow. It is the future of. It is the future of the supermarket. I guarantee you. Okay. you is everybody's going to stop. Homeless them. can't figure yeah. out a way to usurp this system. They're no. gonna. They're... <laughs> Gerald Smith, is this you, Gerald Smith? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm Gerald Smith of the of the of the East Long Island Gerald Smith. Can I please shop in here, please? <laughs> if they if they're gonna steal cell phones to do that, yeah, they, they can get around it. Yes, but my name. I, yes, I my name a, is Geraldine Smith. <laughs> I just read a story recently. There's Geraldine. a couple in Atlanta that just opened a fully autonomous. Is that right? Autonomous automated. A supermarket, autonomous, autonomous. Right, right, right. The, the same like the same like the Amazon store, but they opened it independently. Wow. Oh, so this is not an Amazon thing. This it's is not an Amazon thing. Got it. Got the, they got the software. So, so yeah, definitely support that couple. The, the black couple. They opened that in Atlanta. Mm. And, 
And just so you know, the Amazon stores, what they're doing is they're testing it and getting the bugs out, and then they're going to roll it out to all the Whole Foods. That's really so you won't even be able to go into Whole Foods unless you have a Amazon membership. Is that what you're saying? No, I don't think they're going to do it like that. The Amazon Go is quick convenience. Think about the Amazon Zoe like a 7 Eleven. Yeah, I'll press down 7 Eleven. They will not do that in Harlem. <laughs> they will not I, do what? They will not bring yeah. that to Harlem. Hold up, hold up. Why? Yeah, we were going to put it here, but this logistical problem, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and by logistical <laughs> problems, we mean black niggas. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't stop the bum rush. The bum rush is that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it, it's gonna be nuts. Yeah. Yeah, this shit nuts. is like this shit is like what's that movie I just saw the other day? I, Demolition Man. <laughs> but <laughs> but I can see I can see smell of them, but I might be in the middle of them grabbing as many groceries as I can. <laughs> but I could see them having that you have to scan your app to get in the store. I could why not? Hold why up. Not? Hold up, hold on a second. <laughs> Re- is there somebody you know? I just seen I just seen L in the aisles. The fuck you know about pistachios, bum? Get off my shit. <laughs> what do you know about brie cheese, you bum ass? Get off of that. <laughs> Give me that fucking brie. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. You disgust me. Go get some onion rings. Get out of my face. <laughs> but if, if you steal this for me, I'll meet you on the corner of your 25th. <laughs> oh. Linux and hit you off with a 20, 20 spot. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Give this this market is called Nourish and Bloom. It's in Atlanta, Georgia. And it's uh, run by Jamie and Jalea Hemmings. I like uh, that. A couple in Atlanta. I thought it was an amazing story when I saw it. But uh, yeah, all of you uh, grocery baggers, you're almost out of business. That's yeah. So what? What? Yeah. how do we train those people? That's another story. But how do we train them? We give them other jobs. Well, I mean, we got to train them. No, I right. just need to put them, in, put them in another app. Put them in another app. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, but so this is the first time the city changing has really affected me, and it's a nightmare. And I got to figure out what to do, and I got to keep teaching this class. Yeah, wait, wait till they start putting in that fucking um, what's that shit? Congestion pricing. That's gonna be real fun. That's gonna yeah. be horrible. I hope that never passes, though. No, it's it's already I, in the I, making. I, it's it's gonna happen. I know they've been trying it for years. It's gonna so happen because there's such a hole in the budget it'll, it'll because break. of COVID. The whole there's a hole in the budget because of COVID, and they need to fill it, and it's gonna be on the backs of. Yeah, no. and this this is the mayor that'll get it to pass too. Yeah, of course, and I blame him. Does he want it? Right, so. I don't know, but I they feel all like want it. He's so uh, brash and braggadocious. Uh, what about him calling the cops, the white cops, crackers? Did y'all see this? They called them crackers. I saw. He's like, was a, he was, was he was like I used to, I used to have to handle these crackers. Yeah, and then he apologized. For it. it was inappropriate. Um, it was, but thank you for saying it, Eric Adams. <laughs> Cause he knows he knows where the crackers are in the police mm. department. He knows them. He dealt with them. What did he say? He had his foot on their necks. They're scared now. Well, I hope they're scared now. Mm-mm-mm-mm. The funny thing is, the hey. uh, whoever the head is of of um, that organization that came out and you know basically gave him a public pass was like, you know, I've talked to him. It's no big deal. He apologized for it. In my mind, immediately that person says nigga at least ten times a day. Mm-hmm. Can you believe this, Eric Adams? This nigga shit crackers. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're going live in five, Can you four, these three, crack-ass two, crackers? <laughs> and one. We're live. I don't have a problem He's with a friend of mine. Yeah, word, yeah, okay. crackers, I say niggas a hundred times a day to keep my teeth white. <laughs> <laughs> Police commission is a black woman. Oh, man. They are not handling this oh, well. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, man. Anyway. Welcome to New York. So, 
New York City's on fire. Uh, and that's my check-in. What's good, people? This is Alaric. If you like the show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, um, Tumblr. Did I say Tumblr? Fluor. That's new. It's brand new. Just came out. Fluke, Etsy, Pinterest, Friendster, Hamster, X-Hamster. Oh, wait. That's my private account. Don't follow that. Decoding 40. So podcaster Joe Rogan has been under fire lately for some comments that he made, some disparaging comments that he made for recently around some racial context. And that also dug up him saying the N-word repeatedly over the last however many years he's been podcasting. So they have a compilation of that and they have a statement of him talking about people in the darkest parts of Africa. The Weird. black and white thing is so strange yeah, because like the shades are so tan and brown. There's such a spectrum of shades of people. Unless you're talking to someone who is like 100% African from the darkest place where they're not wearing any clothes all day and they've developed all that melanin to protect themselves from the sun. You know, it, even the term black is weird. It's a, mm. it's a, and when you l use it for people that are literally my color, it becomes very strange. All right. So what do you guys think about this? Should Joe Rogan get a pass? Should Joe Rogan be canceled? What should happen? I, I don't I know think about he's, been, he's been problematic for a long time and people have been talking about it. And I didn't pay attention because I wasn't listening to Joe Rogan. I didn't really care about what he was talking about. But this, when it's pointed out, you're like, oh, okay, what this guy is saying is like clearly super duper offensive. He's one of those white guys that thinks he knows something about black culture because he's got a couple of black friends mm -hmm. that let him get away with shit. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you let your white friend say that he, he went to see a movie in Philly and he was told it was a good neighborhood, but when he got out of the car... He was in the planet of the apes because it was an all black neighborhood or the deepest, darkest parts of deepest, Africa. darkest parts of Africa with a with a uh, 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 butt naked and allowed his son to uh, darken them to protect them with their melanin. And that, that to me is another issue altogether. That's 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 that white man privilege on mm -hmm. that front, because mm -hmm. he's trying to blame Michael Eric Dyson as if he decided who the division of race. Right. Michael Eric Dyson decided you're black, he's white, you're red, you're yellow. That's fucking Europeans did that. Exactly. That, when that we was embrace so... your blackness, then he's trying to say you're not black. Right. He tried That's to so take it away. Head. Right. That was such a bubblehead statement to say, oh, you know, black doesn't even make sense. Well, we didn't define what black is. We, ex and we as soon as I had yellow friends, green friends, blue friends, purple friends, friends with stripes. But, but, oh but we, the fact that, that, that as that's soon that's as you argument. did try to define blackness for yourself, they said it's irrelevant. Exactly. They tried to take it away. Exactly. They tried to say that that Look doesn't make minute. sense. He preaching Your blackness over there. doesn't make sense. Ooh. Listen, play, play, play oh. some gospel music. This man is preaching over there. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, that is the audacity. Of Caucasity, of fully, fully illustrated, fully mm. illustrated. That sounds about right. Um, listen, you know, I just watched it because I've been hearing about it all week. But before we record, we have our meeting and we go, you know, we do a little run through. And Mac played it for us, and 
I was listening to the clip where he describes the whole experience of going to watch Planet of the Apes in the hood. And at one point, we were halfway to it. I was like, I've heard enough. Mm. You know, and my whole thing was, was it a shock that Paul Rogan, uh, Paul Joe Rogan was racist? Like, was it a shock? Uh, it's not that far-fetched. And I've listened to his comedy special. Is he a funny guy? Eh, he's okay. If you listen to him tell that story, every stereotype, every... Yeah. And he didn't think anything was wrong with it. Negative trope about black people was right. contained in that story. Yes. It was the Bensonhurst Times. Like, I mean, it was the Bensonhurst Times. It was the worst of times. It was- and, 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 and it was it was like, and they were so nice to us when we were there. They, right. they you know, you know, one lady even gave me a piece of chicken. Like, it, it was like that type of bullshit. The, the part that you've got to experience this as <laughs> if we are an amusement park. <laughs> Next at Six Flags this summer. It's niggas in a theater. <laughs> this ride, keep your hands in your seat. The thrill ride. I've seen anything like this before. The thrill ride of the summer. What drives me crazy is, one, I, I really have not paid that much attention to Joe Rogan since Fear Factor. The piece that drives me crazy, though, is this conversation about is is a white person saying nigga acceptable in any context? Never. He has a friend named Bryant, uh, Brian Simpson, who is a comedian, who is a black man, who actually has a great stand up on Netflix right now. And Brian has a joke that sort of challenges this notion of why white people think it might ever be appropriate to say nigger and why they can't wrap their mind around their inability to be able to say this word in, in, in public spaces. And his joke simply is. Do you call your mom by her first name? You know her first name, but you don't really call her by her first name. Why? Because you know it's inappropriate. And that's the same sort of mentality that you should approach. And I'm talking to white folks when it comes to the word nigga. Except Gladys might be Gladys, but I am not a nigga. And he he actually says that because he asks people, what's your mom's name? Have you ever called her by her name? And the person says no. And then he asks one person, what's your name? He, I think he says Carol. I know you never called uh, Carol by her first name, but you also know that she's not a nigger. Mm. <laughs> so it, it's good point. And, and, and the whole thing with Joe Rogan is he, to me, is the embodiment of mediocrity. And he's getting $100 million for what? And the fact that Spotify is willing to bank him, bankroll him like this, and he has not done anything exceptional. And it's just bizarre that we put people like this in such high regard. And I'm not talking about we, I'm talking about the society. And then when it's exposed that he has problematic tendencies, the corporation that put so much money in is, is bankrolling him is actually doubling down. And then at the same time, trying to quietly remove the ugly parts because they're they're uh, de- deleting or um, unpublishing about 70 to 100 of his shows that have yeah, this done 70 so far. OK, but it wasn't problematic till everybody said something about it. Hmm. No, it's been problematic. No, no, I'm saying for Spotify. Johnson, because oh, yeah, yeah. They, they let through, ride. Through, so, hold up, hold up. So, so what was the dude that had to go through all the episodes? Johnson, <laughs> I need you to go in the recording booth, go through all of his episodes. Any, anything with the word nigger, Negro, n in it, you have to right. get rid of it. Get rid of it. <laughs> 
So I've since all of this broke, and I knew we were probably going to talk about this. I I don't listen to Joe Rogan, but I said let me listen to Joe Rogan because what I've been having problems with is over the last it's even since we've been doing the show, and and before I've been feeling like America in general has been going into a soundbite culture where we take things out of context, we take a snippet of something, and we say, okay, this is who this person is, and we cancel them. And two is that everybody's living in an echo chamber. So people aren't listening to understand. People are listening to agree, confirm, and validate. So I've been trying to be better and do better and not just have a snap judgment. Now, with that said, I, do, I don't think that there is an acceptable time for white people to use the N-word. I just, I just don't, I don't think that's acceptable in any context. At the same time, I'm sure if you go back through our 130 ep- episodes and we had five to 20 million listeners per episode, there's a lot of things that we could be canceled for as well. So well, not all of us, it, but d- definitely Vinny would be canceled. <laughs> definitely Vinny would be. No, he's but, not going to be canceled because he's a comedian. Means, and that's what they do. Which means. But here's the thing. I hate the way that you box that and frame that because Why? it made it sound like the three of us were not measured in our understanding of what this man said, as if we just flew off the handle off. Oh, of I didn't take that personally. I thought you were talking about the public at I, large. I, well, I, that's I was how talking I took about, it because the three of us spoke before you did. And I, that's how it I'm, sounded to me. I was <laughs> talking you, about. You're a sneaky. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's how it sounded. No. That's how it sounded to me. No, I, I no, just no, want no, to no, make no. that clear. No, no. Wait, is I that what you meant? Yeah, is that what you meant? No, no, I no, no. I, I was no, I no. I, Leon's right. I was speaking at the general populace at large, okay. and and I'm saying that just because I think that there's a breakdown of communication between left and right, black and white, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever is whatever is whatever side you're on, uh, pro life, you know, and pro gun, anti gun, whatever it is. I think people have stopped listening to each other, and I think social media is not helping with that. Your feed shows you more of what you already think. And I don't think that that's helping us. So I'm trying to make a conscious choice to not have this shotgun reaction to anything. Now, there's certain things like, for example, I think they went overboard on Whoopi. I think they went way overboard on Whoopi. I understand the, the blowback around the comment, but suspending Whoopi after she's been there all of these years and has been a right fighter. Whoopi didn't say was... anything wrong. And I'm going to tell you why she didn't say anything well, wrong. Let's let's. That's, that's a that's, whole subject that I think we should make. Well, there's, I'm episode. talking about the actual yeah, yeah, thing that she made on The View. Yes, I agree. Because I agree. she said it's not a racial thing. And then they, I, there was a, they did a side-by-side with her comment with a rabbi who said, yeah, because Jewish is not a race. It's a religion. But then she backtracked and said, well, because of what Hitler did. But there's some people the, the think inferi- that. Inferiority thing. Inferiority so, thing, yeah. But, but some people look at Jewish as a race. Right, wrong, and different, whatever. But my point being is, is I've just been trying to look at this differently. They look at European so terms, Jews as a race. In terms of him using the N-word, I had a problem with that. In terms of the context of what he was saying, do I think some of the things that he said are misinformed? Yes, but I also sat there and I watched very, very good interviews with Neil deGrasse Tyson and Joe Rogan, with Dave Chappelle, with quite a few people, and they had really, really good exchanges. And you can also see that they have good relationships. And and Joe Rogan got up there and was he, he was like, yo, I'm not racist, da, 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 and he and he did his thing. Wasn't an apology, but got what he said. I'm not excusing it, I'm not defending it, I'm not giving him a pass. 
But I, I think there are things for what, what he did on this show is not the same thing that what's the radio guy that got canceled. I miss did. It's not, Why? it's not equivalent. Why? It's not equivalent. He said, he said he called a group of, of uh, black women, athletes. black, black athletes, nappy headed hoes. And Joe Rogan referred to going to an all black movie theater as entering the planet of the apes. Not the same. Understand. Ooh, they, were both, they, were both, they were both. They were both. They were both making. They were both making. They, they were both making us the butt of their jokes, right? Mm-hmm. It's, using all 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 of these stereotypes and and, and racist totally. tropes. They totally. use them all because totally. they're, they're funny. I miss. I miss their group. In their group. I, I miss. Funny. I I miss had had a history of and saying apparently things Joe like Joe Rogan too. Like like Joe Rogan. I don't believe Joe Rogan has a malicious intent. I believe Imus did. The difference between, and I've said this on the podcast many times, the difference between manslaughter and first degree murder is intent. I okay, don't except get, to the victim. I, hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. And the family of the victim, they're still I dead. I don't. I don't. And we I are the victim. So to us, I don't get. I don't care what your motivation yeah. is for harming me or mine. Right. Because the, the, I, and the I understand that. Same. I understand that. And you can receive it and you can receive it how you want to receive it. It's your so choice how to do receive I, it how so, you want to receive it. So you have to, but I, you but, can't combat it. You can't combat it lightly, but, no matter how you it's all, coming at you. But you also can't define how someone else should receive it. I, I No, I'm saying, how do you combat someone coming at you in that way? You can't, you, have to do, you can't make the distinction to say, oh, I'll give him a light pat. Or I'm a, I'm gonna lightly defend myself because of his I'm, intent. Well, I, because I think the harm is the based, same. But I think you can based on proximity. So I'll disagree with you on that point because that? if if I'm close to Joe Rogan and I know yeah. him in, on a personal level, I might be able mm-hmm. to make more of a nuanced distinction between what he's saying and how he actually feels in terms of my personal relationship. Because what he's saying is in a public sphere, it has more collateral the potential of more collabor- collateral damage, and that as I'm a part of that collateral damage, I can't give him that space because it becomes more calamitous because if you're talking like this on public airwaves, yeah, you you are influencing the way people who listen to you are going to interact with me or people who look like me. If Joe Rogan is my friend, you can't say nigga on the, on the airwaves. You can't say nigga in my presence. I can't hear you say nigger or you not my friend. That's how I feel. And, but and I, Joe is going to get a lot of everybody. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this to everyone listening. <laughs> White people, I'm not saying you can't say nigger in front of me, but know that there are going to be right. so repercussions and consequences. and consequences for you saying that in front of me. If we at work, I'm probably going to get you fired. I'm going to get you blackballed. I'm, I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure you are never working next to me again. Mm. If we're in the street, I'm probably going to try to flatten you. Mm. <laughs> That's flatten. the truth. He said, flatten. I might beat you with a belt if I got a oh, big so, buckle on. <laughs> so, Rick, let me let <laughs> That is the truth. That's what's going to happen. You cannot say nigga. You cannot say nigga to me. So, so I have a question to the you. Only Rick. pass I've ever given for somebody non-black saying nigga to me was a friend who I knew English was not their first language and they didn't get it yet. Mm. That was the only pass. And I never heard it again. I know you have white friends. Yeah. 
and I and I see how you interact with some of these folks. And yeah. and and I let's let's say we're out and we're at a bar and we're all drinking and we're we're, we're at stolen jackets and we mm-hmm. got hanging out with some of the white homies mm-hmm. and white guys that is around us and he drank way too much. Mm-hmm. And that and that DMX comes on and he drops it. He drops an N word. No, are you no. are you whooping his we're ass? Gonna, are you canceling gonna, him? We're gonna shut that down. Look, he might have had too much to drink and forgot he wasn't in his bedroom. We're That's gonna right. shut that down. We're gonna shut okay. that down and make sure that he remembers the next time when he's drinking. That's not okay. Okay. But if you're definitely in your right state of mind, like. Let's just imagine I'm driving down the yeah. road. I'm driving a yeah. rental car, yes. and the guy I'm working with is singing. Because uh, in that, in that context, everything go, all go, everything. Nigga, nigga, nigga. What? Mm-hmm. Now nah, we're pulling yeah, over right. because because he's not saying it. Said it with talking about not saying it because he's not calling you a nigga. It doesn't matter. It's just, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're just using the word. Um, you're never, you're never, you're never allowed to say that in my presence. You ever. do not share the same experiences I in order to be able to say that word. No, sir. Okay. So my my whole thing is, I'm trying to open up dialogue with people that I disagree with. Yeah. <laughs> so you want them to call like, you nigga? Hey, nigga, let's open up this dialogue. No, because then I'm gonna get Alaric's belt and beat the shit out of him. But well, but in that particular context. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. I, that we have to keep the the the, the uh, cracker beater on. on no, I'm on, I'm on all for set, keeping but... channels open for dialogue, but there has to be rules of engagement, mm-hmm. and that's one of the rules. Like you, if I'm talking to someone who's white, they don't have the agency to be able to use that word. They can use it, actually. You know what? They do have the agency to use the word, but like Allery said, they have to be willing to accept the consequences that come with saying it in a public space. Yeah. It's either going to be HR or it's going to be these hands. You choose. <laughs> you choose. Hands are. It could be hands are. All right. Don't right. try me. Hands be <laughs> Try Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Could you right. hands? get these hands? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Fuck Joe Rogan. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right. Put my beat up in the headphones. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Uh-huh. Yeah. Decoding 40. So if you haven't been living under a rock or you just haven't been paying attention, recently a brother named Amir Locke was uh, shot and killed in his home with a no-knock warrant uh, by police. And the video is short and shocking and absolutely like they literally roll in and into his apartment and just shoot him and kill him while he's sitting on the couch under a blanket nine seconds transpire between when they have the door open until the first shot think about that you know a lot of videos i'm like this is horrible this one actually terrified me because a lot of times i'm sitting right here in this office that i'm recording in with a blanket watching netflix i was like yo this this could be any of us at any time so i think this one this one hit home what do you guys think about this? It's fucked up. You know, he was 22. Uh, he was about to move to Dallas this week, I think, was getting into the music business, had already uh, created a um, a logo for his label, uh, really was into music. His family, uh, ha- he's got family that's in the military and in law enforcement. Uh, one of his uncles or cousins, I think, is a law, law officer. 
in Texas. And uh, they talked about how he was, you know, they always had those discussions about how dealing with police. This is a scary situation, right? It's because now you have a gentleman uh, who sleep. And the reason why he had a firearm, which was legally owned and he had the authorization to carry it was because he was a delivery person uh, out of St. Paul, uh, Minneapolis, and uh, in a bad neighborhood. So he kept the gun on him for those purposes. You know, what's scary is that he's, he was sleeping with the gun. The gun was in was in a distance to grab in order to, for him to defend himself. What scares me about this is that, you know, I'm glad I don't live in a state like that because I have firearms. I'm sorry, but if I'm hearing a pounding sound coming through my door and I'm dead sleep, the only thing I'm trying to do is get to my gun as fast as I can get to. I'm not thinking of, I'm not seeing stop. You're not even hearing anything. The family talked about how he was a very deep sleeper and he wasn't actually up until the, one of the police officers, I believe kicked the, the um, sofa, the sofa. So the initial, first of all, if you watch the video, they turn the key. They're very quiet. They get into the apartment and probably a second as they're running in the apartment, they're yelling, police, police. So initially, like you said, it's nine seconds. So the first three or four seconds that you're hearing that and you're dead sleep, you're thinking, one, am I dreaming? Is this really happening to me? And then four or five, you know, five to six seconds in later, you're realizing, what the fuck? I'm seeing all of these men come towards me and I got a gun and I'm going to defend myself. And before he could even react. And my thing is, he was still half asleep. He Can didn't I have a chance. Piggyback off of that, because this is the part that makes me furious. Because I think about my sons, I think about my nephews. This kid was asleep and still had the wherewithal. He did not have his finger on the trigger. He had his finger on the barrel, still trying to assess the danger. This is a civilian who still was in his, who was able to maintain his presence and know how to properly use his firearm, where he did not shoot first and ask questions later. So why have we authorized the police to shoot and kill civilians under the guise that they are in imminent danger? And we see Amir Locke showing the presence of mind to not shoot first. We see uh, Breonna Taylor's boyfriend having the presence, line, uh, presence of mind to only shoot once just to, as a warning shot. And I just was watching the Amber Ruffin show and she was talking about cop copaganda, where we have created this false notion that police are under such dire pressure and intense fear that they're unable to make sane decisions in this in these type of situations. However, citizens are required to act and respond in lawful manners when their lives are the ones that are being yeah. That are that are their lives are the ones that are being threatened. Why don't they do no knock warrants in upscale white neighborhoods? Doesn't happen. Listen, we have to be real about this and just accept the fact that black lives are not valued in this country. We just have to we have to accept that and we have to be able to operate in a way that challenges that narrative. And I like what the sister did at the press conference. And told the the, the uh, acting chief that yo that basically, and I'm paraphrasing, this is bullshit what you're saying. And we can't keep saying that police officers were were threatened or they felt like they were threatened 
And that's why they might be justified in killing people. You know what mm-hmm. struck me in that press conference? He kept referring to um, Mr. Locke as the suspect. Right. The suspect. He wasn't named in this warrant. They right. weren't who they were looking for. He was the victim. Exactly. But they referred to him as the suspect as if to already create the narrative that he was wrong in some way. And And, I watched that video and I got emotional watching that video because there was literally nothing he could do. It it didn't have to be a firearm. Exactly. It could have been been the remote. It could have been been the remote. remote. It could have been a phone. It, it could have, have been, been his hand. wallet. It could have been his dick. Jesus Christ. Whatever was under that blanket, they gave him no chance to even do what they asked him to do. There was no chance for, for him to comply right. or to save his own life. They you know, gave him no chance. The thing they is, cut him down. The thing about that situation, which is even crazy, is that they had three warrants for that housing area what i guess that 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 um that community there was three warrants in that within that building or within that pod or whatever you want to call it you know what i mean because i don't think they were buildings they were actually like apartment houses or whatever not tall buildings i should say there were three total three warrants his name was on wasn't on any of the warrants now this is what i don't know he was living with his cousin now was his cousin's name on a warrant they haven't said it, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. But right. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what is the next turn of bullshit that they're going to pull, because it's going to be, well, his name wasn't on the warrant, but his cousin's name was on the warrant. And why did he have a gun? And, and, he, it, and it, he was it, a murder suspect. They had a key. Yeah, they didn't they even they didn't. Even, it's not like they knocked on the door right. and announced themselves. They opened and, the door with a key and came in the apartment. Now, why did they just knock I'm, on the fucking door? Let's just say I'm a gun, said that I, I carry a gun, right? In, in the domicile. If if I carry a gun and I'm sleeping at Leon's house, I'm not going to leave my gun anywhere. It's mm-hmm. going to be just like my wallet. It's right. going to be close to me because this is not my crib. And especially a gun because it's a fuck. It's, it's dangerous. A gun. <laughs> and it's yours. It's registered to you. It belongs to you. Yeah. You kick the couch, and there's people standing around me. Like, it's what nine, the fuck like, is going on? Like L said, it was nine seconds. So in 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 half of those seconds, you're still asleep, right? And, you know, and you don't. And and again, you don't know the type of night he had. Did he just come in? You you don't know anything leading up to how deep he was in the sleep. It doesn't matter. He was sleep. He could have just come off a ten hour shift, tired as shit just got into a good sleep and then all of a sudden all this ruckus is happening and noise and I can't get over the I can't get over the fact that the report reporting that he said he didn't even put his finger on the trigger he had no idea he had no idea what happened to him but he wasn't even looking to shoot that's the that's the thing that just I can't shake my mind from or shake out of my mind cuz if if you feel like you're in danger you're going to shoot but he's still trying to assess what's going on. He, he's still waking up out of the fog trying to, because obviously if he thinks of somebody that he knows, he's not going to shoot them. And, but and the police came in ready. The SWAT, they had SWAT with them as well. Ready to just gun somebody down. And, and Law see enforcement that, will never admit that they, they created this situation. And, they created a situation where it didn't have to happen like this. It did not. 
and the thing it didn't is, have with, to happen like this with, with the type of warrant that they were executing that allows them to have SWAT with them. Now, everybody knows SWAT is for extreme situations. Not to say that this potentially couldn't have been an extreme situation, but if you're going to three different apartments in the same complex and you literally, and it's not even like you knocked on the door and banged in, you know, like you, you see those situations where they bang on the door real hard and they come in with that battering ram and they bang in the door and they throw smoke grenades or whatever, and it's a whole to do. These motherfuckers literally slid the key in the door, opened the shit up like quiet little mice, and then came in there blazing and yelling. That'd be enough to give anybody a heart attack. Here we go again. I you know, know. And, and 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 to be quite honest, the police are gonna get off. Let's it's let's not even no, I don't think so. With it. I don't think so. You don't, I don't think, think they're gonna get away with it. They're gonna get away with it because he had a gun. It so. doesn't matter. No, no police officer in this situation is going to go to jail unless they bro- they may get fired if they broke yes. some some sort of police regulation. And they didn't. They're not going to go to jail. But that does not mean that we cannot use this to change laws in this area. Well, ironically enough, because that, it can't be this, this can't happen again. Th- this this is the crazy thing, though, Rick, is this this is after um, George Floyd. Right. In the same area, the, the, ironically enough, the guy who presided over Chauvin's case was the guy who signed the fucking warrant yeah, the that judge. just got this young man, jo- right. young man killed. Now, and one of the police officers was also involved in another high-profile case. I can't remember which one. The thing is, is that you know, with with all of that, they're not going to change anything because even with the George Floyd, that shit came up on the ballot, and they still didn't change it. So this ain't going to change shit. And unfortunately. Whether it's wrong or right, the police are going to say, I saw a weapon while issuing a warrant and I did what I'm supposed to do and what I've been trained to do. And they're going to say, sorry for your son. This sucks. Here's how many millions of dollars. We were negligent, but there was nothing legally we did wrong. If it's a financial gain, I hope they bankrupt that city. Yeah. You look, if they're ready to take to the streets, I will send you some money. I'll send you I'll send you a little bit. And hopefully more people across the country will send you a little bit because um, this can't happen again. This has to be an example of what cannot happen. This happens so often that we don't even know about. That's the crazy thing. How many of those cases where you have people who get killed by the police who don't have a mother or a father or maybe had a rough life, maybe had issues with drugs, maybe are not holding down a job, maybe have some sort of criminal element or they're involved in sort of some sort of criminal element. They could just be selling weed for all the fuck we know and they get killed like this. They yeah. could be selling Lucy cigarettes instead yeah. of those. Huh. They could be selling this, CDs. They could sell this CDs. Is, this isn't the only time this has happened. It's just we don't always have a video. It's definitely not the only time. No, I mean, we've seen too many videos. Yeah, man. Yeah. So we want to just say a rest in peace to Amir Locke and we want to send thoughts and prayers out to his family at this time. Fuck the police. What's good, Dakota 40 family? Thanks so much for listening to the show. But don't keep it to yourself. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Spread the word. Decoding 40. So we're bringing back an oldie but goodie. 10 things you might have missed because you were busy being 40. Number one. Aquafina, you guys know who Aquafina is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Asian comedian. Aquafina apologizes after winning an NAACP Image Award 
just for being blackish. Not on blackish, but she does this voice, and some people say that she's what? kind of what did clowny. she win, What did she win the award for, though? I sent you guys the link. I don't remember what she won the award for. Oh, she it, has, it, has, it doesn't have anything to do with an award. She yeah. was on no, Twitter. She was, she's she apologizing. Was, no, no. She was on a show or something, and she was just talking yeah. uh, black-ish. Yeah, but she always talks like that. If you watch the show, she talks like that. She she was in music, and I believe she, she was stand up. I don't know. She's from Flushing. But does she talk like that? In right. She got. No, she, she talks. Talk, like yeah, she from does. Queens. That's yeah. what she, she talks. From like. Queens. Yeah, she does. Right. Right. If you watch her show, that's what she. I was like, I like. The no, show but does, it's I've, a I've seen the show maybe once or twice. Is she over exaggerating how she actually talks? No. 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 Just no. her. No. It's 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 funny. It's her her show is funny. Mm-hmm. It's about it being Korean. It has nothing to do with being black at all. I don't know where this is coming from. I'm, it's fine. All right. <laughs> no, did two. you did you see the the I don't Marvel, know what's coming from Marvel it. movie she was in? Uh yeah, uh uh Shai, I don't even know. I don't see it. I'm, I'm completely making that up. No, no, it was a good it was I, a good movie though. I thought I, I thought it was good. Yeah. It was Shang Shai and, and the Ten Cock Rings. <laughs> Maybe that's the wrong one. Oh, you got me. No, that's the uh, wrong yeah. One. Number two, we have number nine. Oh, Andy wait, so we counting down. We're going the other way. No, okay. well, I should next time. Next time I count down. Next time I count. Down. I think number we should two. count down. Start over. Number two. Number two. Thandie Newton apologizes for winning because she's light skinned I'm sorry. I'm the one chosen. She apologized because she's getting criticized for getting parts that they're saying that she shouldn't get that she only gets because she likes. Because she, she, she did she play Nina person. Simone? No, but she's saying that she got parts that yeah. you know she probably got because gotten. she was a light skinned black. Uh, this sounds like some made up Hollywood shit. It, that it does. To black me. people really don't care about. And I heard she was crying, so that 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 turned me off. Mm. I don't, don't want to see your tears unless they're running down your titties. Let's basically <laughs> on Westworld. Well, you're being you're being banged out, doggy style. I don't know. Don't listen to me. I've been drinking. All right, number three. W. Kamal Bell creates documentary that says we need to talk about Cosby. Mm-hmm. When do we really need to talk about Cosby? This also, is who is five years Kamal? Old. How? Who is Kamal w. Bell? Kamal Bell. Just, just, He's a comedian. He's pretty funny. I know. I know. I know. I do. I watch his show. But who is he to talk about Cosby? No, he he's got a documentary he, out that's coming he's out comedian. now. Did you, did you watch it? Did you watch on it on Cosby? I have not. Did you watch it? I have not. I watched, watch it. I, watch I watched it. part of the first uh, episode. I, I don't know if it's a if it's a feature length. I don't, I'm not even sure. But I, I watched a four probably like yeah, four thirty minutes of it. Yeah, you know Cosby was a lot. He he did a lot of first. He's actually broke a lot of ground. But like Chris Rock said. He rapes and he or oh, no, that was Dave Chappelle. Sorry, he Dave rapes Chappelle. and he saves. So is it worth is it worth watching? I, I do want to finish it. It feels a because bit redundant, it, because though. look, it's complicated. It is complicated because he obviously did a lot of amazing things. There was even a guy who was a stunt man. So I Spy was like the first the first thing on television where there was a black person who was not in any sort of stereotypical role at all. Mm-hmm. He was doing something completely out of the box. Mm-hmm. So now he's doing all these stunts and they wanted to hire a white stunt man in blackface to do his stunts. That's correct. He said, no, I need a black stunt man. So now that means you have to hire a black stunt man. He gets in the union. It's, it's more than just what you're seeing on screen. Like it has all of these ripple right. effects. 
that goes down because now he introduces somebody else who's black into the union. And then now it's not an all boys network. It's still an all boys network, all, all right. boys network. But, it's a little but you know what I mean? Like more black people involved. It looks a little bit more like. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to need you guys to put him in the union and give me about 20 more leads. Mm. <laughs> By the way, uh, Eddie Murphy's remake of uh, I Spy was horrible. We had talked about bad Eddie uh, Murphy movies a couple. I don't think I seen. I don't. I didn't see that. I saw it. I don't want to I saw yeah, it. him. It was him and Clive Owens. It was well, not Clive Owens. Uh, what's to do yeah. with the if you, crooked nose? If you hot, if you high on a Saturday, that's not, Owens. It's not a bad. I can't think of his name. But anyway, go on. Number right. anyway, four. Number four. Number four. Man with a severed spine walks again thanks to a transplant. <laughs> oh my God. No, it's true. It's BBC. It's true. Where did he get it from? He got a BBC. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's who would have known the cure for me to walk Jackson's again spine. was getting a big cock. <laughs> that's how it was. Spine. It was on the BBC. <laughs> I do not know what it transpired. It with a BBC. Head. Is that wow. what, is that how they reattached wow. this? They pounded Very his nice. spine with a BBC. Good for the man. Good for that man. He's got a backyotomy. Doctor said I need a backyotomy. All right. Number five, two white men arrested after shooting at a black FedEx driver. Apparently, this was a copycat of the Ahmad Aubrey case. Well, no, really. What was, what this was extra racist? What did this happen? This is super duper extra racist. He could have stolen um, that uniform yeah. from somebody. Mi- Mississippi. Uh, Mississippi. Oh, he could have. First of all, uh, uh, Jacob, he stole that FedEx truck. All those packages, he stole a uniform from a white person, and it's our duty to bring that nigger in. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, white psychosis is crazy in America. <laughs> they don't they're not supposed to have jobs that they they're driving now. They can let them they can blacks to drive. <laughs> I didn't know. I've been stuck in an ice cube for the last 70 years. I mean, actually, I will say real quick, Jim Crow and the Jim Crow laws are so bizarre. Like, what were white people thinking? They thought they, they were th- the authority. They think they, they are the authority of the world. And they st- a lot of people still think that. A lot of, yeah. a lot of, not all, but st- some people still think that. Mm-hmm. Ordinance 2157. Um, what are we going to do about drinking fountains? Um, give them some, just give them a hole in the wall. <laughs> let them drink out. They're like, something bad is happening across the other side of the planet. Why isn't America doing something? Mm. Because it's none of your fucking business. You're that. not the police of the world. Yeah. We need to say the fuck out of number, Ukraine. Number six. Trump stole boxes from the White House with letters from Kim Jong-un and had them stashed in Mar-a-Lago so he could play. Jerk with them. off to him. Okay. Um, yeah. Li- There's probably yeah. some Polaroids in there. Uh-huh. Might be. Lizzo drops mm-hmm. new track teaser in the nude and says, if you love her, you have to love her all. I love her. What's the name of that butter? <laughs> Breakstone. Breakstone. <laughs> you rub a little Breakstone. I'm going to rub a lot of Breakstone butter. Uh, <laughs> butter up like a biscuit. Mm-hmm. Hey, I like Lizzo, I, I, but I don't like her that much. I like her. I like her mm. a lot. Yeah. Um, number eight. Black former receptionist at Confederate Museum files discrimination complaint after working there for 12 years. I think she's that, dismissed. Wait, you know where you're at. Dismissed. Wait, tell me the tell me story again. What happened? 
receptionist at a Confederate museum who was a black woman who worked there from the ages of 50 to 62 files a discrimination complaint <laughs> against the Confederate museum for how she was treated during the time she was there. How did she even throw get that shit out immediately? Okay. Case dismissed. The, Hold up. No, no, no. She the, has to win. Girl. Why are you dismissing her case? She has to Be, win. Bitch, you know who he's at. You yeah, knew where yeah, you were. Yeah, no, Who's no. the girl at the counter over there? The girl? What, what girl? The girl. Whatever, the woman. Whoever she no. is. She, she's, she's, winning. Winning. she's winning. She's 62 years old. You mean a girl? Lakeisha? The girl. Whatever. The black one. The black. She's getting her retirement. Go ahead. Okay. No. Maybelline. Number you, nine. That's, you took that position. Eat it. They hired her. What are you talking about? Yeah, word, word. They hired now, her. Hold up, hold she, up. Applied. She, she applied. She <laughs> applied. They hired her. And when they hired her, said, she said, she applied. When, like, when they, I'm going to go down to the Confederate Museum. I think they hired her. They hired her to abuse her. Like, what, what else? What, yeah, wait, what if she yeah. got. What if she got the job through a temp agency? Twelve years ago. <laughs> as soon as she walked up to the door like and they Mary, said, we need, put we on need these to, rags, you're going to play a role. Job. Yeah. <laughs> Grab that mop. You're going to play a slave. Put on these we rags. We don't care what your name is. is. We don't care what your name is right now. We're just going to call you Mammy. Okay. <laughs> Did you say Maggie? Mammy? Mammy. Mammy. With M-A-M-M-I. Mammy. I want you to be mammy from now on and don't question it. Can you imagine? Mammy, come take this uh, dictation. Oh, and when God. I say dictation, I mean dictation. Tell me how this dictates, <laughs> Mammy. Num number nine. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish gets a DUI and laughs it off, says, I asked God to send me a man, and he sent me four in uniform. Uh, did she say that? She said it. Yeah. She's it going to say it. I I hate that she got uh, pulled over for DUI. I hate that she potentially put other people's lives at risk. But having a uh, drink and drive, I'm drunk. Having driven drunk, <laughs> don't drive. I, I know sometimes you don't think you're as drunk as you are. So well, I hope she doesn't do this again. Small, small defensive Tiffany Haddish. Um, she was already pulled over and sleeping in the car. Oh, rolled up. Oh, someone okay. reported a car. We would, yeah, it's Tiffany Haddish. She's driving a Mercedes Benz. But she, yes. she might not have been pulled over all the way. Got it. So, or the car, done, if the car is running, if the if the yeah, car is running, she should have gotten the back seat and put the car, uh, put the keys in the front seat on the mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but you know, and and also in defense of her, she she just lost her grandmother. She was apparently close to Bob Saget, and it was somebody else that she lost in her family. Oh, so, so she's going through it. She was going through it at the time, and she was close to Bob uh, Bob Saget. And I didn't know how close until she said, like, she, he was one of her like people out there who was looking out for her when she was coming up through the game and would mm -hmm. like take her out to shows and what you know get her work and stuff. And so she was bent, you know, bent out of shape about that and then lost her grandmother, who I think raised her. So or one of the people who raised her, I'm not sure, because I think she's right, well, friends up with Tiffany Haddish then. Yeah, man. She, you know? Yeah. Oh, she uh, gets to She'll be all right. What's number and then 10? number number ten, making good is available and back in these streets. Mm. Get your hall pass and applications at decoding40.com. Call us and let us know would you risk it all for making good at 608-618-4040. Did you see her a jersey that said Miss Good if you're nasty? Call me Miss Good if you're nasty. Yes, no. sir. Really? Yes, sir. She, did she leave the church? Yes, she, oh no, she's back out in these streets. Oh, it's like that. 
You belong to the I don't I don't know what's up with preacher man. I don't know what she could have done for me to uh want to uh divorce her. Maybe he I, she wanted no did he want to divorce wanted, her? He, no, he he filed for divorce. Yeah. Cause he got one too many choir directors knocked up. Or um boy choir directors. Oh uh, well. He got a boy oh, choir. Allegedly. Let's have some fun. <laughs> it ain't no good like this. Oh. Making I mean, good apparently to, yeah, the church is the best no good place to me. Wait, I want to hear this. Make, making good to you is what? Make, making good is one of, of the few that to me can knock off Stacey Dash. One of the few that can just knock her off off the top five list. Making good can knock Stacey Dash off the list. I, I, yeah, I agree. Is, with that. I mean, that's not, is Stacey Dash in your top five? Yeah, I mean, that, maybe, that's, maybe top crazy. ten, top ten. I don't know about all time. I'm just on my older, older, sexy rats. Stacey Dash is how old is Making Good? She's under forty, right? Yeah, yeah, like thirty something. They're not even the same category. What are you talking about? Anyway, so that was the top ten things. That's the, top ten things. Top ten things you might have missed because you were busy being forty. That's what's up. That's it. Yo, it, it took a year for you to get a great title for this segment. Yeah. I just changed it. It was like, it used to be because you were busy being black. And I, don't I know. Yeah. It. yeah. We hated the title. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. This is yeah. a good, I like this one. Ah, that's, that's nice. It's great. It's great. And this is the most you guys have ever engaged with it. it was just exactly. Fantastic. See? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Listen, what does that it's mean? Good. You're, you're yeah. doing better. Yeah. Good. You guys you're are not a drunk job, Brownie. We did it, Joe. <laughs> Yo, we so, we're here. We're here. Oh, we're here. shit. We're here. So that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you listening, supporting the show. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Follow us on all social media platforms and give us a call at 608 618 4040. We appreciate you listening, and we'll see you next Friday with a new episode. Peace. 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 Decoding 40.